Late yesterday afternoon, I found myself wandering the grocery store, walking back and forth down each aisle. As I walked, I scanned the shelves for some kind of inspiration for dinner and for today's podcast episode. After about an hour of this, I meandered over to the cookbook slash cooking magazine section and started thumbing through pages, hoping beyond hope that something would stand out to me. As I turned page after page of a book on casseroles, something caught my eye. It was a chicken gumbo casserole, and it looked terrible. But it clicked something in my brain, which led me to the decision to make my own gumbo. So today, I'm going to talk to you about how to make sausage and pepper gumbo. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, and this is how to make sausage and pepper, pepper gumbo. What is gumbo? Gumbo is a thickened Creole or Cajun stew. It usually contains seafood like shrimp and crab, along with smoked sausage and or chicken or wild game. Gumbo is typically thickened with a roux, a mixture of flour and fat, which should be very, very dark when it comes to gumbo, along with okra uh, or filet powder, which is ground sassafras. So it can be thickened. It's usually thickened with a roux and also has the addition of okra or filet powder, which are also used as thickeners. The gumbo I'm going to talk to you about today is made using a roux, which I made using gluten-free flour. It's important to note this. Generally, as I said above, when making gumbo, you want to make a very dark roux. It typically takes about 40 minutes of stirring and cooking to make it and get the desired color. But because I'm using gluten-free flour, I didn't let my roux get that dark. I think that the gluten-free flour would just taste burnt if I let it get as dark as regular flour. But if you're using regular flour, go for it. Gumbo Origins Gumbo comes from an amalgamation of three very distinct cultures which all come together in the Louisiana area of the U.S. in the early 1700s. These are Native American, African, and European, mostly Spanish and French. Really, gumbo is like working class food anywhere in the world. You use what you have, taking inspiration from the people around you, you use generally cheap ingredients, and you make it delicious using technique rather than expensive ingredients. How to make sausage and pepper gumbo. So I'm making sausage and pepper gumbo because I didn't want chicken and I can't use selfish, shellfish, excuse me, a little Freudian slip there. I didn't use shellfish because I'm allergic. I used two kinds of sausage to make this along with a few strips of bacon. Now before anyone gets their knickers in a knot, I'm pretty confident that the gumbo I'm making isn't something you would get if you went to the south, but the technique is the same and it is really delicious. My wife and I both had three bowls of it. Okay, like I was saying, I used bacon, fresh sausage, and smoked sausage. The, my, I am tongue-tied today, I apologize. The fresh sausage was just a regular sausage, nothing special about it, but you could use Italian, hot or mild, or andouille if you can find it. For my smoked sausage, I used a dry smoked salami, uh, but you could use chorizo or any other sausage you'd like, or obviously andouille, which is generally smoked. Building the foundation. To start, we have to build the foundation of flavor, which for gumbo is the roux. To make a roux, we need fat. So I started with two strips of really thick cut bacon, put this in a pan and turn it on a medium low heat. The idea is that I want to slowly cook the bacon, rendering out as much of the fat as possible. Once the bacon uh, was crisp on both sides, I removed it from the pan. 
Next up, I added the fresh sausage to the pan and cooked them for about six to seven minutes. I just wanted to brown them to get some fat out of them as well. I removed them from the pan, not worrying about whether they were cooked through or not, and set them aside. Now, at the bottom of the pan, I have bacon fat, sausage fat, and little bits of bacon and sausage. Time to move on. To the fat, I add my flour and stir. And stir and stir. All told, I think I stirred this nonstop for about 20 to 25 minutes. And as I already said, if you were using regular flour instead of gluten-free, you can cook this for 40 minutes. Now, I'll share the blog post on the Food and 5 Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash food and 5. Um, and there will be a bunch of pictures in the blog post, and you can actually see the color change of the roux. And I highly recommend you go check that out after you listen to this or when you get home from work or whatever, because it's important that you notice the color changes. And again, mine's not as dark as it should be because I'm using gluten-free flour. The Holy Trinity. You've heard me talk uh, before about mirepoix. It's the base of a lot of French soups and sauces and is onion, carrot, and celery. Well, in Cajun cooking, they have their own version, which they call the Holy Trinity. It is onions, bell peppers, and celery. This not only makes up the second level of our foundation, but provides the bulk of the vegetables going into our gumbo. Other vegetables. Along with the Holy Trinity, I used four okra, four cloves of garlic, and two Roma tomatoes. That's it. So we have bell peppers, onion, celery, Roma tomatoes garlic and okra saute okay with the roux ready to go it's time to start building the gumbo first up is the holy trinity i used two medium onions one celery stock one green pepper and one orange pepper all diced about the same size those are just bell peppers uh, i dumped all this on top of the roux and stir cook for about five minutes or until the onions start to turn translucent i also added the okra in with the onions and peppers and celery also, at this point, season generously with salt and pepper. The salt is going to help draw moisture out of the vegetables, which is what we want. And the pepper's just there because it's delicious. Next up goes the garlic and tomatoes, which get cooked for about three to four minutes before adding in Cajun seasoning, about two tablespoons of it. And I think I just used Clubhouse Cajun seasoning. Whatever you have on hand, go for it. Cook for another three to four minutes. Now, with all this cooked down... We need some liquid in there because this is essentially like a thickened stew. So I used one and a half liters of water or uh, six cups of water, but you can use chicken stock if you want. Uh, I just didn't have any on hand last night. Once the water goes in, bring the pot to a boil, making sure to stir so the roux doesn't get stuck to the bottom of the pan. Herbs. While the water is coming to a boil, chop about one tablespoon of fresh thyme and add that in along with fortified bay leaves. So that all goes in to the stew uh, and once the pot comes to a boil we can add in the meat so i took the bacon and sausage i cooked earlier sliced them up and added them in along with the smoked sausage which i sliced and with everything in the pot it is just a matter of time i simmered the gumbo for about an hour though traditionalists will say it has to be at least three hours who is that kind of time again make sure to stir the gumbo every 10 minutes or so so that it doesn't stick and once it is simmered for about an hour, give it a taste and adjust the seasoning with salt and pepper. Sausage and pepper gumbo. While the sausage and pepper gumbo was simmering, I made some rice and served it up with a side of hot sauce. Was it good? Well, like I said, my wife and I each had three bowls of it last night, and if I could have eaten more, I would have. Give this a shot. There is some effort involved. This is not a quick meal. 
but it is so worth it. And again, you can go to the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash food and five and get the full recipe from the blog post or you can just go to howtonotburnshit.com and get the blog post there. And as always, I'm Chef Ben. This is Food and Five brought to you by howtonotburnshit.com, your modern culinary manual. Thank you as always for listening, guys, on this lovely Wednesday. It's a bit of a snowstorm here. I don't know what's going on where you are, but I hope you're safe, dry, and warm. Uh, I will be back on Friday with another fantastic episode of Food and Five. And then there's just one more post. Uh, I'm going to do a post on Monday, and that'll do it. Uh, I'll probably come back after Christmas before the end of the year, but I'm going to take, obviously, the rest of next week off. So there won't be a post next Wednesday or next Friday, but there will be one on Monday. Kind of a Christmas special. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but we'll talk about Christmas or something. I don't know. Anyway, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. As always, if you did, tell your friends about it. Like it, share it. Guys, pass it around. Let's grow this thing. Let's get crazy. Uh, uh, Yeah, have a great Wednesday. Have a great Thursday. I will see you Friday. Talk to you soon. Thank you.